us all because of Bethlehem. From a child in a cradle to a king upon a cross, he knew the road was leading him to pay a crimson cost. And when no Hello everybody, welcome back to Brighter Side Church and welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study for Wednesday, December 20th. I hope you're having a wonderful middle of your week so far. I hope everything has been going well and if it hasn't been, I hope that everything continues or changes to go well um, for the rest of the week here. All praise and all glory to God, even in the most baddest circumstance, even the most un- imaginable circumstances all glory to god i have been having a terrible week so far that's all i'm gonna say um but still giving glory to god so welcome to our wednesday night bible study tonight we're going to be taking a look at week number six this is week six of our bible um study reading night sessions of our uh walk through romans Tonight, we're going to focus on Romans 6 through 7, and that's going to be how to become a forgiving person. So if you have your Bibles, open them to Romans 6 uh, through 7, and we're going to be using Bible Gateway. That'll be on the screen, and that we're going to be reading out of the New International Version, the NIV. And again, we're going to be studying Romans 6 through 7, 6 and 7, and we're going to be focusing on the topic of how to become a forgiving person, okay? Um I want to go ahead and share some information with you real quick in case you'd like to give a tithe and an offering um, or anything else. You can visit our website, which is https colon slash slash austinluxurylife12.wixsite.com slash brightersidechurch. Um, and you can find the Hi, Welcome to Brighterside Church uh, area. We are, are on Brighterside, all that stuff. And here is our website. Um, I do want to mention that here is your quick access buttons. Pretty much we work by like max three screens for our website. You have your worship now, your podcast button. You have your tithe and offering for phone and text, Venmo, email, and your cash app. Um, you can just click on those and give in either one of those ways. Phone number is um, 814-429-3790. And that's 814-429-3790. You can text a picture of your check or you can send a message um, with your debit card or credit card number and how much you like to give. You can also do that through email and you can call and give your debit or credit card information through voicemail or confidential voicemail box or through a regular phone call. Um, I'll return your call if I'm not available to give your tithing your offering with your debit or credit card. But I do want to mention that if you log in and make an account, I have my profile here set up. You guys can view that. You can then log in onto the members chat and you can message our members and other people in the members chat. 
And along with that, you can view our blog and our forums. Now, the blog is something only for me. I just share things about our church here, and I just share you guys different stuff. I really do want to get into this more um, and start sharing a lot more information through our blog. But the biggest thing that you guys can get access to is the forms. Now, I, up I updated our forms last week, and we have a general discussion form where you can share stories, ideas, pictures, and more. Our prayer request where you can send your prayer request, and you can view prayer requests to pray for other people in our church congregation. You can view our question and answers for Brighter Side Church. And then you can get your motivational prayers and quotes. And you can also get our new biggest, which I'm so excited for, is the cooking and baking recipes. This just sounds like a fun idea because, like, back in, like, the, like, like the 90s and even, like, even some early 2000s, but most, like, 80s and 90s, um, people would make cookbooks at their church. A lot of churches had cookbooks of all the congregation's recipes. And it's just so cool to have all of them. So I put in um, two here actually from my local church um, from a long time ago. Um, and these are two recipes that I like to make that look really delicious. I've yet to make the oatmeal cookies, though, but... The banana bread I've made multiple times now, and it's just really delicious. Um, so um, you can find here my the oatmeal cookies created by June Gutschel and the banana bread created by Mary Sunday. And then you can see that I posted it. You can see who posted it, and then you just click on it, and it loads up the recipe. So you need one for a cup of butter, two egg yolks, one and a half cups of flour, egg whites, sugar, bananas, a teaspoon of baking soda, and then it tells you you're going to cream your butter, sugar, and egg yolks, and then add your mashed bananas, add your flour and baking soda, and then fold and fold in your egg whites last. Bake for one hour. Enjoy and thank Mary Sunday for your recipe. I'm going to add this post because I made a mistake. Fold in egg whites. Bake one hour. So there we go. That is recipes. You can find them on here and you can find so much more on our website. So definitely check it out. The link is down below in the box below. With that being said, so let's go ahead and come back together. And we're going to get started with our Wednesday night Bible study tonight. Give me one second though to check an important text. Just got to check this real quick. Okay. So let's go ahead and begin our Bible study session for tonight. So this is Bible Gateway. Our verse today today is Luke 1, verses 76 to 78. And you, my child, be called a prophet for the Most High. Of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven. And again, tonight we're going to be reading Romans 6 through 7. Let's go ahead and begin reading. Um, tonight, I'm just going to pretty much read it because it pretty much stands out. This is week 6, How to Become a Forgiven Person. So... There won't be much discussion on it, just kind of like a reading area for you to come in and understand it. I will talk about some things, though, but it, I'm not going to get too much into detail tonight. Um, let's go ahead and begin, though. What shall we say, then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who are baptized, who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism and into death, in order that, in just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we haven't united with him in a death like this, we will certainly also be united with him in, his, in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, 
that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we die with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that, that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but you are under grace. But under grace, I'm adding you, but you are under grace. Um, easier to understand that, but you're under grace. You're under grace. You are not under the law, but under grace. I, I want that to stay pretty clear to you. You're now under grace. Um, when you accept Jesus as your Savior and you live for him, you are under grace. Slaves to righteousness, what then shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are sin slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God that, th that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I am using an example from everyday life because you're human of because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness leading to holiness. Where when you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I want to put this here. Some people don't understand. Sinning will lead to death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. If you do want to log in to view our highlights and all that, the email is pastoraustinbsc at gmail.com and the password is Brighterside Church, one with a capital B. Let's continue. Chapter 7. Do you not, not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has authority over someone only as long as that person lives? For example, by, by law, a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law that binds her to him. So then if she has sexual relations with another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress if she marries another man. 
So, my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we are in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us, so that we bore fruit for death. But now, by dying to what, what once bound us, we have been released from the law so that we serve in, a, in the new way of the Spirit, and not in the old way of the written code. So, what I'm going to do this week is something different. I am going to let you guys continue reading this. Go ahead and pause, because as soon as you unpause, I will move on. But go ahead and take some time and read Romans um, 7, verse 7 by yourself. And I'm going to end out this uh, session tonight here. Pretty quick and simple. So thank you all for tuning in. Enjoy your reading from the rest of Romans. And I will see you guys back here next week. Remember, everybody needs forgiveness. Everybody. Don't feel guilty. Have a great week. And I will see you guys on Sunday for our church session about the birth of Jesus for Christmas. See you Sunday. Thank you for attending BSC. Our Twitter page, our email, and our website are linked, and we'll see you in our next worship session. Have a great day.